Hello and welcome to another episode of Mariner's Mojo, the heartbeat of baseball. Topher and Xander, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> I forgot you told me you were going to take a longer wait, and I was like, here we go. And just waited. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, waited, you said you were going to do that. Yeah, normally yeah. we just do like second and a half, two seconds, cut it out. But this time we did a little bit longer in case there was any extra noise, but hopefully you guys can't tell. I guess that means we did a good job. Yeah, who knows? And if not, enjoy it, so... I will. There it is. Nice. Big fingertips. <laughs> Rip my nails off. Well, everyone should hear it because you maxed out the volume, so at least you got that. You got that. <laughs> you know what else everyone needs to hear? Montero got screwed over. Did he? Yes, that was so dumb. Or did something else come new come out today that I didn't see? I mean, you're like, did he? Did he? Montero? Isn't that who it is? Did I say the wrong name? I think so. I think, yeah, I think you wrote it down. <laughs> what did I... <laughs> uh, who did I mean to put down? Because now that's super embarrassing. Santiago. <laughs> I don't know why I put that down. Yeah, you want Montero to get suspended because he's been terrible? <laughs> yeah, that must be it. <laughs> yeah. Can we please suspend Montero? That's what I meant. Can we trade? Let's trade him. Yeah. Santiago suspended. It's just... Montero's been so bad, he's stuck in my head. Yeah. That's why I said it. Yeah, he <laughs> Hector Santiago. That's who I meant to say. Starting off great. Great. <laughs> Did you already have one of these? No. Well, yes. But <laughs> There it is. <laughs> yeah. So, Santiago during the... It was in the White Sox game, right? Last weekend? Yeah, White Sox. So... He's already thrown the innings. He's thrown, had he thrown two and a third? Two and two thirds? Or two and two thirds? I think two plus. Two plus. Okay. He was coming out of the game. Yeah, coming out of the game. And they check his glove and mm-hmm. they check him for substances. And they see discoloration on his glove or whatever. It's a little sticky deep down in the glove. Yeah. Like if you watch the video, they're like sticking their finger way up in there. <laughs> yeah. So he gets ejected and in turn suspended. First suspension for substances. So uh, just the video of them putting the glove into the garbage bag and the guy there standing there like, what, what am I supposed to do with this glove? Because they have no protocols in place. No. Because Manfred is trash. I was like, this is the stupidest looking thing. You're supposed to be a professional. Yeah. And this is how you're going to do it? Your league's only worth like half a trillion dollars. Here's a, here's a Glover confiscating. Yeah. I'll put it in a garbage bag that they so, just found and took out of the probably the garbage can next to him. Right? They probably did. They're like, oh, uh, what do we do with this? I'm pretty sure, 99% sure, his, it's going to get overturned. No, it got upheld. Did it? Yeah. I are like, this doesn't make any sense. The guy, oh, we'll get to just a sec. So you would think, oh, he got caught with something, right? Like... So it's going to be spider tack or sunscreen or something, right? No. It's that thing that sits on the back of the mound that pitchers are supposed to use. Rosin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff. The rosin bag, you know, on so, every single major league mound. So when you're sweaty. Yeah. It. <laughs> so he had it. You're not allowed to have it on both arms. Your glove, glove arm. arm. Which... Also doesn't make sense. That's the arm you would want to put it on so that you could tap it with your throwing hand. Yeah, otherwise you're just going to go up to the back of the mound after every pitch and pick it up and dry your hand off. Also, say you pick it up, right? You're tossing the rosin bag in your hand. And there's extra on your hand. What are you probably going to do with it? Well, either pants, which are probably sweaty too. Yes. And going to get tacky now. Or? Your glove hand. Yeah, you're gonna like you're going to wipe it by your glove, like on your forearm, right? Yes. Okay. So then what happens as you continue to sweat on your third inning in Chicago, where it's really muggy from the rain they just had? Also, he's a very sweaty guy normally. Yes. <laughs> like, so he has a bunch on there, and it slowly drips down into his glove way down in there, because when you wear a glove like that crease is at, imagine a glove that has, like, the opening above the wrist strap in the back, right? Yeah. It would be at the f- 
further inside of that wrist strap because that's kind of where it creases, which is where they found it. It makes no sense. No. I'm thinking, there's no way they can hold this up. This is dumb. What are they doing? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it at all. They've done so bad with this. It's like, okay, he had it all, rosin on the wrong arm. Okay, whatever, stupid rule. It shouldn't be suspended under the same guideline as what you're trying to do it right now. No. And then, did you hear what happened when they investigated, investigated the glove? Well, I heard they didn't even check it. They didn't, right. They're like, no, we don't need to. It's ump discretion. That's dumb. That is very dumb. You just want a Tim Donaghy thing to happen? Because now it's like, hmm, I don't like that picture. Oh, this is kind of sticky. Gone. So what happens when a good pitcher for a team is throwing who has a shaky bullpen and the ump, whose cousin has 15 grand on the game, decides to check him and toss him in the second inning? That would never happen. Really? Never? Never. never. Yeah, of course it would never happen. No one bets on games. It's not like there's a it's not billion like a, dollar industry. Right? It's so dumb. And just to see everyone coming out in his defense. Manor should not play for 10 games. That would be dumb. Just walk off. <laughs> oh, well, it, maybe it lit a fire on him. Because since then, he's been pretty good. They're pretty good up till then, too. Yeah. Um... Well, they had just split with the Rockies. They had swept Tampa. Yeah. And they beat the Twins 2-1. to one. So they beat the White Sox 2-1. to one, And then the Jays 2-1. to one. So they've been doing pretty good lately. What does that make for? 11-4 and four over their last 15? Uh, yeah, I think that's what they were. Yeah. I think that's what I got down on here. I don't know if you're on. Yeah. Got the, the records by series over there. I don't know. He just—it definitely should have been overturned. Definitely, I kept thinking, "Oh, it's gonna definitely be overturned. They can't hold this up. Any good lawyer can blow this wide open." Yeah, <laughs> but it's baseball, and they're like, "No, sorry, it doesn't matter. This it's isn't so law. <laughs> so I'm dumb. in charge. This is a dictatorship." But I say, "Goes. You can cheat all you want, but not this way. As long as you're Houston." I was gonna say, but you can bang trash cans. That's fine. <laughs> Just the coach and the general manager gets to spend a year and then. Yeah, you can't be a part of baseball for a year. Oh, so they definitely did something wrong. No, 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 I'm not saying that. Not the saying the that. team just got that piece of metal and, like. Well, we can't prove which players did it. Suspend them all. They all knew. Yeah. Well, even though, okay, well, you don't win the title. Everything's vacated. Like, they should have thrown the book and they were like, here's the little tiniest book. Oh, wait. <laughs> And not even that. Like, it was, oh, that part was so dumb, too. The Santiago thing, though, 10 games. And it's a reliever, too. If it was a starter, especially with the Mariners, it's like, oh, he's going to miss one start. Guess what? We'll just wait two days, let his suspend, or like, we'll appeal it, let him start again, or whatever, have it take account right then. Yeah. And then he'll miss a start. I know, a reliever, he has to miss 10 games. Dumb. Yes, it is. And he's been having a good season, too. I thought I saw like a two and a half ERA. 2.4 something? 2.5 something? I even had the, ML, the stats up earlier. 2.65. Okay. Yeah, he's been doing good. 17 innings, 23 strikeouts. Says he's cheating. Big cheater. Cheater, cheater. Yeah. <laughs> I think he even, he spoke about it afterwards. Did you hear his interview? Yeah. Where he talked about how he didn't use anything for like 10 years growing up, so it wasn't that big of a deal. It just took a little getting used to to not using sunscreen anymore. He's <laughs> like, the ball's a little harder to control, but I didn't do it for 10 years. Like, we should be used to it. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It shouldn't be. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. It's so dumb. You know what's not done? Overflow taps. They make it a lot easier to deal with. <laughs> yes, they do. Which is why we are drinking this Northwest Red Bowie beer. It's a nice 6.7 that you can go into Overflow and get. At the Linden site, it's number three on their list. So head into Overflow. Uh, they have a monthly hops club. 
new varieties are becoming more and more popular. They decided to bring you a monthly beer club focused around hops, lots of different styles, uh, not just IPAs, but some pale ales, reds like the one we have today. Uh, they have lots of great tasting beer. They'll do the work of finding good ones for you. Uh, you can sign up and $18 worth of great tasting beers for you to enjoy at home coming in the form of a 16 ounce four pack. So you get lots of different beers that way. Um, and the beer can come at any time of the month, not just a specific day. So make sure to get a hold of Overflow and get your monthly hop membership there. Yeah. Hippity hop. Nice. Down to Overflow shop. <laughs> <laughs> you should tell them that can be their slogan. Hippity hop to the Overflow shop. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. I'm going to sell it to them. Do it. <laughs> so which Mariner's awesome starter do you want to talk about first? The guy who's throwing today, the guy who just threw another dominant start, or the one who's been insanely good at home? Um, let's start with the one that just threw yesterday. Okay, so Kikuchi. Yes. He's been doing so good. Like, insanely good. Um, over his first four starts... I think we were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Like, where was the the break of when he sh- stopped struggling and when he turned it on? Uh, his first two starts were okay. I think he gave up two and three. Yeah. But in his third and fourth starts, he gave up five in each one. Yeah. So, through four starts, he had like a 5-7 ERA, I think. And I think most of it was just trouble with the long ball. Well, that's continued, though. That's the weird part. Because he's given up 10 home runs still in the last 11 games. So he's still given up like a home run a game. Um, yeah. He, he literally, home run a game. Home run a start. 15-15. Yeah, so he gave up 5 in the first 4 and 10 since then in those 11. So yeah, he still has the troubles. Yeah. So those first 4 starts, 5.7 ERA. Not good. Well, on the season, he's got a 3.18. It's like, wait a minute. That's a pretty big difference. That's pretty good. So do you want to take a guess at what his ERA is over his last 11 starts? Mm, 2-11. 2-33. That's close. Yeah. And they had double numbers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, just over a strikeout an inning. I want to say it was like... I don't remember. What it's, it's just over a strikeout an inning. Well, I'm not showing a strikeout an inning. For the season? Yeah, 93, 93.1. Yeah, but I'm talking about over the last 11 starts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and his whip is under 1, 0.925. His whip is only 103 before. Yeah. Or overall. He doesn't give up runners, he's but just, it's the home run. He just loses it for an inning, and then after that, he's dominant again. Jake Fraley just hit a home run. I was going to wait till after. <laughs> I picked him up today. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, nice. <laughs> so, did you see the thing the Mariners put on the website about him yesterday, day before when he hit his three-run homer? Uh, I don't know. Oh, was it where they crossed out Jake and put Rake next to it? No, it was a um, dodgeball quote. You can dodge but, a wrench, but you can no. His oh. hair—it's lush and gorgeous, and or something. <laughs> I I did not see that. That's I, pretty. It just popped in my head. I should have looked it up before, but yeah. Like, oh, that's perfect for him. It's true. <laughs> well, that goes back to a few years ago. Was it uh, like Ben Gamble and didn't Hanniger have long hair then too? Mm, I don't remember if he did. Gamble did. And I thought there was somebody else because the, there was the Seeger commercial where he was like doing the hair flip, but he can't because he's bald. Yeah, it wasn't. It, who was, was it, that? Was it not Hanniger? No, no, he's gone. The guy was gone. Oh, oh, and I'm gonna. Just, be stuck in my head and I can't think of it. Taylor Motter? Oh. Uh, doesn't sound like it. It just I'm trying to look up Mariner's long hair commercial. Mariners have had good it, it just says Ben Gamble on there. Spectacular catches and stylish flip of his long hair. Maybe it was him. I I didn't think it was him. I thought it was someone else. I, there is, I think it might have been Modder and somebody else. Like other guys did have long hair on the team, but Gamble was the one who was like, <laughs> yeah. There was one person I, I remember because he'd slide and his helmet would always fall off, and they 
Wasn't that Gamel? I didn't think it was. Oh, that's going to be too hard to look up live while we're doing this. We'll tweet it after because I'm going to have to look it up. Okay. And figure it out. We'll do that. It's going to be stuck in my head. You know what else is uh, impressive about Yusei's numbers? The slash line against him the last 11 games. So batting average, on base, slugging. 173, 242, 325. That's really good numbers. It's really good. So he's only given up like a few hits a game, not walking very many people, and guys aren't hitting hard against him. Like a 325 slugging. That's like D. Gordon. (laughs) That's low. That's really low. Was Jake Fraley's first home home run? Yeah, I mean, his his first home run was only a month ago. Yeah, because if you look at last 30 days for fantasy stuff, he has six home runs and four steals in the last 30 days, which is what he has for his career. Yeah, it's like, oh. It's like, oh, he's been around since like 2019. Kind of. Yeah, hurt at the end of the year, then last year short and hurt again, and then this year it's like, oh. So he's basically a rookie. Pretty much. And he's 26? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think so. Oh, so he's en- about to enter his prime, you mean. Right? Isn't prime 27, 28, 29? I think so. Let's go. Speed. Yeah. I mean, that's what Hanniker did, and then he got hurt. <laughs> so. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, beginning of the year, this was something you were big on, was Yusei's increased velocity. Yes. Right? Talk about how he, s- he showed flashes of it last year. Yeah, last year he was pumping up over 90s. Yeah. So he has increased his four-seam fastball velocity, his average velocity, by just a little bit, even over last year. Um, it's 95.7 for his four-seamer this year. Yeah, That's the average. Because 2019, well, I think when he came in 2018 and he was in Japan, and I think he was throwing about the same, 94, maybe, 93, 94. Okay. And then I think 2019, when he came over, he was down to like 91, 92. Oof. That's uh, not great. Yeah. And then last year, he's like, oh, I better actually get in shape and throw better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Come on. I'm trying to find it again. Where's his average? Is that it? That's not it. Oh, is it? Yeah. So last year, he was 95 with his fastball. This year, he's 95.7. And he's thrown 200 more fastballs already than last year. So he's showing that he can hold that velo into the season. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so he's throwing the fastball harder. Um, and it's a lot more effective because his changeup has also been really good this year. Um, yeah, he's actually throwing it more too. Yeah. So I, I heard uh, catcher talking about him. Was it him? Actually, it might not have been him. <laughs> but he was saying like it's a great pitch. And he just needs to learn to th- trust to throw it more. Uh, last year, he threw it 6.3. This year, he's throwing it 8.4% of the time. Um, and it's been really good because his batting average against on it is 105 on the changeup. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, guys are whiffing on it an incredibly high 44%. That's also a lot. Um and then I saw like 44% of it bats against Kikuchi or ground balls. Yeah, he's kind of a heavy ground ball guy. Well, with that changeup. Yeah, it's getting down. And- yeah. And then, so it's the fastball changeup combo. Because last year on his four-seamer, his batting average against was 265. So that's not good. That's above league average for batting average. Yeah. This year it's 159. That's good. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of kind of impressive. Do you think he keeps it up for the rest of the year? I do. I think so. I think he is. The... Here's another question for you then. So coming from Japan, where they only play indoors, I think, aren't pretty much all their stadiums indoor? I actually have no idea. I, most ones I remember seeing are indoor. Yeah, I don't remember I, ever seeing one outdoors. I can't say that. Okay. So... Do you think maybe the slow start was just because it was cold? Because there's very few stadiums that are completely enclosed. Lots of them have roofs, but that doesn't make it warm. 
Definitely, definitely not warm just because you're in a. Like you can go to Seattle, Seattle in April and it can still be like forty something in that stadium. Yes, it does get that cold. Yeah. It also gets one hundred and ten. Yeah. Do you think that was part of it? Maybe you just struggled because it was cold. It could be. I don't really know what the weather like is in Japan either. That during their baseball season. I don't know, but if everything's in a dome, it's going to be warm. It's going to be seventy. Right? I'm going to say, yeah. That's that's why. That's why. Okay. I'm good with it. <laughs> that's a good theory. I'm going. I'm sticking with it. So, yeah, I could see Kikuchi keeping it up for the rest of the year. And then that guy who predicted him to be like the dark horse Cy Young. So, I guess that's the next part of it. So, if he keeps this up and throws a 2-3-3 ERA the rest of the season, does he end up in Cy Young talks? Uh... Bieber's hurt, right? And hasn't been great. I mean, yeah, because he's not in the National League. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Even though, right. do, do you see DeGrom got rocked? No. He gave up three runs in seven innings. What? <laughs> he's done. <laughs> Send him to the minors. Uh, yeah, it raised his ERA to .9 something on the season. And he went 0 for 2 and dropped his batting average to 380 something. I saw something that he's... <laughs> Pretty much guaranteed to break the record for lowest ERA before the All Star break. Uh, I, I, don't I don't know if it's a record, but they were showing like most. I don't remember what it was. I took in the picture, so I could remember. He set a bunch of records for like best ten starts to a season, best ten stretch over uh, any season, like best ten start stretch ever. He had. Yeah, so I, I'm sure it was something like that. So let's see here. Let's look at American League pitching. So. When you look at American League pitching, that Kikuchi actually has a top 10 ERA in the American League on the season. I wouldn't have guessed that. I thought there would be guys lower. So he's at 3.18. Yeah, his is really good, but being this early in the year, I figured it'd be. Oh, hold on. Well, it, it's really hard to do. That was on, oh no, qualified players. That that counts for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, true. There's. A lot of guys probably that are lower, but they're not qualified. Um, Well, and that's what's weird is you can look at the end of the year and it's like, oh, what qualified pitchers met the standards for like uh, counting for any stats? It's actually never that many. Because you have to have, uh, it's like 3.1 at bats per game. So you have to have like uh, 500 at bats pretty much. Or plate appearances. Plate appearances. So maybe they should do that for the All-Star game too. (laughs) Um, Pitching is like, it's almost like an inning a game or something for starters. Not quite. I mean, it probably should be quite around like 150. You need to be over that. Yeah, you would think. But that's why an inning per game, that means you're going five innings every start and you never miss a start. Five times 32 is 160. So... If you five times, so if you only go five innings every single start and you make thirty two starts, if it was an inning per game, you wouldn't qualify. So I don't think that's the qualifier. It might be a little less. It might just be one hundred and fifty is the cutoff. Probably somewhere but, around there. But still, so he's but, he's eighth out of qualified players. I don't think it tells me how many qualified players there are. Not a ton. It says there's only two pages. Oh no, an inning pitched per team game. Okay, so there's one hundred sixty two. Which you know what. Good. Like you, you need to be a good pitcher. Yeah, you're trying to win an award. Yeah, like you don't want some guy that's oh, throwing 120. So if we use that 2.33 over his 11 starts, because 11 out of 15, that's a big chunk. Yeah, that's 70 percent of his season. Where do you think that 2.33 ERA would sit in the American League on the season? Mm, three. What do we have for our winner? <laughs> it would be a 2.33. There it is. <laughs> So that's pretty, pretty good. Um, he stands out a little bit on the top 10. is having like some of the fewest strikeouts, but that batting average against is really good. Whip's really good. It doesn't have low strikeouts either. It's just... No, it just... It's when you have guys like Glass now and Garrett Cole and Carlos Rodon. Well, Garrett Cole's going to start falling off. But, and Glass now's done. Yeah. And Bieber, who still has 130 Ks in 90 innings. That's a lot. He's done. 
Uh, no, his was just a little thing. He might even be back already. Wasn't there someone on their team that's done? Uh, Aaron Savali had like a broken finger or something. I know because he's on my team. He's out for like six weeks now. Um, Who is it? Uh, the outfielder? That's like done for the year? Yeah. Who broke the le- their leg? Oh, that was gross. Uh, <laughs> I never actually saw oh, man, What's his name? Me. I was like, ooh. Uh, darn it. Josh Naylor. That's Naylor. what it is. I want to say Portnoy. It's like, no, that's not right. That's the Barstool guy. <laughs> um, did You said you didn't see it? No. So he was running in, right? And the second baseman was running out. And I couldn't tell if it was when they collided or like when he tried to step over and put his foot down. But it was like the funky you're putting your foot down and like it's a hard plant. Mm-hmm. And all that weight just goes right into like the calf shin area. That was bad. Oh, so it's a low ankle. Yeah, like the middle of his lower leg. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't see it. Erica yeah. told me. I was like, yeah. no, I didn't hear anything yeah. about it. I was like, oh, no, we'll look it up. But I didn't watch a video. Yeah. It's, it's grody. Yes. <laughs> so I guess we'll wait to talk about All-Star Game until we get through some of these other guys. But What about Gilbert? Because Gilbert's the one who's pitching tonight. And I think he's only given up one or two earned runs through five. Since his rough couple first starts, he's been playing really well also. Like something like a 2-5 ERA? Oh, yeah, probably. I could be lower than that. See, that's another tough one because coming into tonight's start, he had a 4-2-5 ERA. It's like, okay, that's not great. I mean, hey, it's pretty good for a rookie, right? Guy making his debut, all that stuff. Um, outside of those first two starts, thank you, Baseball Reference, for not loading. Um, well, his first one, he gave up four, and, yeah. and then three, and two, two, one, one, four, yeah. zero. Well, it was only two innings. Two. Oh, yeah. That's the, that was the rain out, and then next game was the Santiago. Yeah. Just dumb. Super dumb. Super dumb. Yeah. So Gilbert's been doing really well. Yeah, June he has a two seven nine ERA. That's uh that's pretty good. So maybe he is like uh two eight since those first two games. And he's striking guys out. He's not really walking people. He had a little bit of a walk issue against the Angels, uh his first start in June. But six walks through 20, what's that? 28 and two thirds, 29 and two thirds innings. That's pretty good. That's under two walks a game. That's a good walk rate. Yeah, if you take one bad game. Well, yeah, if you take that out. So he's got two walks in 23 and a third, something like that. That's less than a walk a game. Yeah. So. And he's striking out more than one in inning. Uh, he's not really giving up homers. And his whip's low. Yeah. Like he's looking good. And they're letting him go longer into games, which I think is the surprising part. But yeah, after the first couple, I was like, all right, I understand, but... Yeah. Maybe like that was... 4-2, four, or 4-3-4. Four, four. I was like, oh, are they ever going to let him go deep? Well, and it was 71, 74, 78, 80. Those were the pitches he threw the first four games. Yeah, it's like... Okay, he throws plenty in the minors. Yeah. You can let him go deeper. So, I could under, I can see the argument, I guess. It's like, okay, first two starts, we're going to keep you between 65 and 80. We just want you to get the feel of it. Yeah, there's a lot of anxiety. It's yeah. a little more stressful. Third start, 78 pitches in four innings. Okay, that's 20 per inning, pretty much. We don't want to have you come out for that fifth inning because if something happens, that pushes you over 100. Yeah. Uh. The fourth start, which is funny, his third and his fourth were both against Oakland. Fourth <laughs> yeah. start is 80 pitches in six innings. Solid night, efficient, good night, right? Yep. You can be done. 105, 92, 100 in the next three starts. Yeah, the next one, it was it was the wild game. Yeah. But he also struck out seven and only gave up one run. Yeah. Two hits, four walks. So his whip is still one point one something. 
Uh, on the year it was one two five. Yeah, I'm just talking about for that game. Oh, in the game, I don't know. Yeah. I don't do math that quick. I know you don't. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the next game, six and two thirds against Cleveland, only ninety two pitches. Yep, another six strikeouts. Yep, and then a hundred through five and two thirds with seven strikeouts again. And then three strikeouts through two on just 28 pitches, so 14 pitches in it. Yeah, he was looking really good that yeah. game. Oh, that's annoying. And then... So you always need a roof. Make it mandatory. It should be. Um, try to get this. So through five innings tonight, I think it's going to end up changing to just one earned run. I think Because so. of the double or back-to-back errors by Hanniger. His first two on the yeah. air. Uh, 83 pitches through five innings, so... 16.6 per inning. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Six Ks, four hits, and a walk. So a whip of one, just over a strikeout an inning. One earned run, I think, is what it's going to end up being. So it's been a good start so far. So he's continuing to do well. Yeah. I think his whip is down to 107 now. That's incredible. From where it was being there, it's like, oh, man. Well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it finally popped up. So remember when I said, thank you, baseball reference? It's been loading this entire time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got a 307 over his last six starts. Still really good for a rookie. Yeah. You can't expect every rookie to be. Against Oakland, Oakland, the Angels, Cleveland, Tampa, and Chicago. That is uh, lots of playoff teams. And then the Angels. Yeah, the Angels. Who still have have Otani, but because you have to be careful of him, he leads baseball in home runs. Yeah, you got two more, to, two more tonight. Yeah. I think that's what they said. Because he has twenty eight. No, thirty. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, what is Otani? So when did they trade him? <laughs> yeah, he's at thirty home runs. That's incredible. He's hitting two eighty with eleven steals. Yeah, he's fast too. What if he went 60-20 on the season with 10 wins? How's he doing pitching? Uh, I think pretty good. I don't know. I know his batting average is a little low, but he's more of a power hitter than an average guy. I thought I saw that he was hitting 280. Is it up there? Oh, yeah. It was down to like 260. Uh, let's see. Otani has a 3.6 in 60 innings with 83 strikeouts. So he's going five innings to start. Do you think he regrets picking that team? Should have came to Seattle, punk. Yeah, he's hitting 280 with a 362 on base. And he leads the American League in slugging. Just could have came to Seattle. He should have. He picked the wrong team. Awesome. Come to Seattle. Oh, the Mariners would be so good this year with Otani. Like, they're wasting him like they do Trout. Yeah. Because I keep sending new stuff on him because I keep laughing. About his one playoff appearance in the 10 years they've had him. Yeah. See, that's kind of the problem with baseball. It's like, you could have the best player of all time. It doesn't really matter if the rest of your team is not good. It's not basketball. No, yeah. But he should have known that. Like, Otani should have. Like, hey, look, you have Pujols Upton. I think part of it is, though, it's like you look and they, it's easy to be convinced. It's like, okay, you get to be on the West Coast. We have the best player in baseball and we're committed to spending money. Why wouldn't I go there? Because your team sucks. <laughs> because they're really bad when they spend money. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do it. Imagine the beginning of this year. They are the Mariners of California 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 15 years ago? 15. I the Saxon Beltre? Sex and Beltre, they they got the Ichiro, they got the Felix. They're wasting money on people. And... I guess it even goes back to like the early nineties. It's like how do you have like arguably the best center fielder of all time, the best shortstop of all time, and the best left handed pitcher of all time, and the best DH of all time. And you can't break eighty wins. True. Right? That's baseball. That, yeah. It's like I was just thinking, the beginning of the year when the Mariners were struggling because they had like, not great outfielders. Well, if you plug Otani in, fixes all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you nice. pick up an ace. Yeah. All he had to do was sign on the dotted line. His fault. That's what you get. I want to like you, but I'm not going to. I know. I want to, but I can't. You chose wrong. 
So we're moving on. To Chris Flexum, because he has been a monster at home. What's he been doing? Flexum. That's right. <laughs> Boom. Uh, I think I saw it was a 204 ERA at home through eight starts. Can you make it so he just pitches at home? Right? Like uh, Clemens, towards the end of his career, he pretty much only pitched at home because he's like, I'm just going to stay in Houston. I'll come pitch on home games, and you guys can figure it out from there. Like if you're so good at home that you just dominate everyone, work around it. Make it yeah. work. It's tougher in Seattle because like in Houston or in Texas, anywhere over there, where it's like, hey, like we kind of need you to pitch more than at home, but you can pitch within like 500 miles of home. Right? So it's just a couple hour ride. Not a big deal. But in Seattle, there's nothing within a few hundred miles. <laughs> it's like, can, hey, can you just make the two hour plane ride down to the Oakland and pitch there? No, no thanks. Well, it's just really good there. So you just got to like, push them a starter. Yeah. And move them a day or so around. And... Yeah. And you just oh, ask yeah. baseball, it's like, can you give us like really long road stretches and really long home stretches? It's like, just so you know, you're pitching on four days rest when you pitch. But then you get like a two-week vacation. <laughs> it's like refinery work. Yeah. Like you have to work a lot when you're here. But then you get a long break. You get a long break. <laughs> yeah, something like a 204 at home and like a six-something on the road. Worse than that, maybe? Because there's the start in San Diego where you give up seven in an inning or something crazy like that. Right? I can look it up, but yeah, it's not been great yeah. for him. Two hundred five at home, six nine seven away. Yeah, that's such an insane difference. So he's pitching this series against Texas, and because the Mariners have a nine game stretch at home, he's going to get two more starts at home in a row. So is his home ERA going to be under two by the end of these next two starts? Yes. Ooh, buddy. He's shutting one out. Ooh, that would be nice. <laughs> so he's already had some really good starts on the season. Um, I think he has the Mariners' best start by game score. Have we talked about game score on the podcast? A little uh, bit, maybe? don't know. So it's a value um, just assigned to you. It's kind of able to rank how good you are against everybody else, like just by starts. Um, you start at 50 you get points for like innings pitch, bonus points for going past the fourth, bonus points for strikeouts, and then points taken away for hits, walks, runs. Um, so he had a game score of 82 against Minnesota uh, back on the 15th yeah, because he went eight, didn't give up a run, struck out eight, four hits, no walks. That's been his best start of his career. I mean, his stuff would look a lot better. If you took away his one start at San Diego. Yeah, where he went one and two-thirds and gave up eight. Yes. Not good. I actually watched that game. Not all his fault. No? They were doing the Vlad. Dink here, dink there. Hitting stuff out of the zone. Just blooping it in. It's like, oh, oh, you're getting no luck here, buddy. (laughs) No luck. To have on your eighth start of the year... Your ERA increased by 1.63. You'd know it was a bad outing. Yeah. He's had a couple other ones with yeah. giving up five runs. On the else, road. Yeah. And then one at home giving up five. Yeah. But all his great games are at home. Yeah. All um, his zero, seven innings, zero runs. What's funny, that game against Minnesota, the second one, where he went five and gave up five, his best game of the season was two months later at home against Minnesota. <laughs> With the eight innings, eight Ks. His ERA is back under four on the season, which is good. Um, so you're saying he gets like a complete game shutout? Or another seven, eight innings, no runs? I think he gets the, he gets the nine. He goes complete he game. Goes, he goes the distance. He's got a couple sevens, a couple... Yeah, he's got one a, eight. Yeah, a couple sevens, one eight. Yeah. He gets the nine. Poof. See... I, I'll go with he gets a complete game, but he gives up like two. And then he throws a masterful like six or seven inning game. Ooh, I like that one better. So that he goes 15, 16 innings, gives up two, drops that ERA on the seat or at home to like one nine five, somewhere in there. 
That six inning start, he strikes out ten. Ooh, that would be. A, he's never struck out more than eight in his career. I know. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> I mean, the one game we went to earlier this year where Kikuchi pitched, you almost predicted his line, if not for the one home run. Yeah. So, Which, of course, with Kikuchi, you forgot about the home I run. The home run. I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't add the home run. Oh. So you think Flexen keeps it up? There it is. So we've gone quite a while into the podcast and completely forgot about trivia. It may or may not be attributed to overflow taps, but that's a different story. We'll forgive them. Yeah, every time. (laughs) So I got a trivia question. You're not going to have a ton of time to think about it, but we're about to talk about some all-star stuff. So there's no all-star game last year. Mariners are likely to have just one all-star player this year, even though it should be two probably. Who was the last Mariners all-star? Remember, no game in 2020. So who was the last Mariners all-star? Would have been in 2019 because you get it, get one every single year. Yeah. I kind of like that rule. That everyone gets one? Yeah. Yeah, because it's not your fault if your team stinks. Like, if you can pull a Starling Marte or whatever, if you can hit 300 with 15 homers and 60 RBI on a team that's 24 and 60. you could Every team you can look at, like, he could be an all-star. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if Mike Trout made the all-star team this year. As everyone, the number one voter in the outfield? He hasn't played half the games. Do you, do you know who the top two vote-getters in the outfield are? It's Trout and Buxton. They're both injured. See, I, I hate baseball all-star games. Yeah. At least with Buxton, they said he is the second highest war still or like runs created or something for outfielders. It's like, okay. That's fine. I still think you have to be healthy to be able to go. If you're literally sitting on the 60-day IL, yeah. you cannot be voted to an all-star Yeah, game. you're just removed. Unless you got hurt yesterday. But you know what, though? <laughs> I think it might actually be better that it's that way. Because then the dumb fans vote in Trout, and then the coaches pick somebody who deserves to be there. That is true, but he's health or he's injured now. But if he was healthy now, he would get to go. Yeah. So here's the other problem with it: Should the All Star game matter, like in how many times you were selected? With it, because fans vote on it. Yeah. So it's kind of dumb because fans vote and people in general are dumb. What was it? Five years ago when they first started it in the Royals? Oh, yeah. Basically stole the whole thing. Yeah, they had like the top vote getter at eight spots. But what I'm saying is you can't say that all-star appearances matter for like Hall of Fame candidacy and things no. like that, but have them decided by the fan. No. Those things don't go in common because no. the fans voting on who they want to see, who's going to be entertaining, things like that. It's it like, shouldn't count anyway because it's there's so many times like, well, that guy shouldn't be in it, but, you know, he's the more famous guy. So It's like, well, he's gone seven times in a row, so everybody knows him, so they vote for him. That kind of thing. Maybe it should be more like basketball, which is one-third fan vote, one-third coaches vote, one-third media vote maybe. Something like that. That's probably a more fair way. Yeah. Let the fans vote first. And then they they look at the rankings for the votes. And like if there's outliers, like the one year Zaza Pachulia was like the top vote getter at center because the entire country of Georgia maybe <laughs> voted for him. It's like, well, he's one and then like 35 and 40. It's like, okay, he's, he's not going to the All-Star game. Yes, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. But... Back to the Mariners. Sorry. Sorry. Distracting. That's fine. I am. We'll just do this one. <laughs> well, we can spend time on it and we can push some of these other things back. Maybe. Who should go to the All-Star game for the Mariners? Chances are they're only going to get one, right? Yeah. No one else has... No one's really stepped up. Uh, See, I think there's really only two candidates right now. Well, go Kikuchi. Oh, no, sorry, three. Kikuchi, yes. He's one. Yes. J.P. Crawford. He leads all of baseball in defensive war. Every position. 
Yeah. And he's, did you see how he did in June? Oh, he was raking. He was the number one lefty against lefties. He hit like 330 something. He hit over 300 in June. It's like his only problem is he doesn't hit for power. No. So he won't get any votes and or any other love. So, and shortstop's kind of loaded also. That makes it more difficult. Yeah. Um, and then Graveman, right? He's probably the third one. It's not Hanager anymore. No, not Hanager. He's still doing well. I don't think Graveman can go since he's given up runs and he, the strikeouts haven't come back what they were before he got hurt. But do you think the coach, because the coach picks pitching pretty much, do you think he would look at that and be like, well, we know that guys who actually have COVID, it can take like three to four weeks for these guys to come back. You've seen yeah, it in a lot of players. Every player's different, yeah. Well, by the time of the All-Star game, it will have been that much time. Do we want to get this guy who can throw his turbo sinker for an inning? Is I mean... I would say, yeah. <laughs> is that their way of picking a Mariner and never having to put them in the game? Right? Yeah. Because if you pick a reliever, you can just sit him. Yeah, and never it doesn't matter. Do anything. Um, because J.P. Crawford is going up against Bo Bichette, Bo Bichette, Carlos Correa, and Xander Bogarts, who are all doing really well this season. Yeah. It's really tough for him to win just because the shortstop yeah. with all the other high-profile shortstops. Well, the voting was dumb this year. Like They did voting, and then it was top three at every position, and outfield was some number. But So he didn't make the top three, but those were the top three shortstops. So all those three are going to make it. But would they take a fourth shortstop to the game? Because that's a lot. No, probably not. So then do they just pick Kikuchi because it's like, okay, over the last 11 – he has been really good. Like one of the top five pitchers in the American League. That's probably where I'm leaning. And he That's probably gets one too, more right? start before. Although they probably pick it before he gets another uh, The roster comes out on Sunday. So I don't think he has another one before. No, because he just threw. His yeah. next start would be Wednesday. Tuesday? Wednesday? Because he threw on Wednesday, right? Mariners didn't play yesterday? I think, yeah, I think so. I think Wednesday. Right. Uh, the best place to look at schedules is actually ESPN. Um, you can look at their, like, they have first half schedule, and it runs up to the All-Star game. And it shows you, like, records, box scores, and who's going to pitch, which is the big one is who's going to pitch. Because a lot of times if you go to, like, Yahoo or something, it just is like, oh, here's the game. Who's going to pitch? You need to click on it and hope we updated it. <laughs> so, so probably not. Uh, he's supposed to throw on Wednesday against the Yankees, uh, night game at home against uh, Domingo Herman. I think that's his first name, hmm. Domingo. So that'll be his last start. Oh, they're definitely going to take him because his next start would be on Tuesday. The All-Star game is like Wednesday. So he's well rested. Yeah, so it'll be right in line. So yeah, it's probably the logical choice. That's probably who I would put money on them taking. Because that's the other big thing is a lot of the pitchers who get picked will bow out if their start happens on Saturday or Sunday because they're coming into it on three or four days rest. And it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's an all-star game that doesn't matter. Home field advantage. Yay. It shouldn't even matter at all. No. Because it's dumb. Did you see the highlight? The Jake Fritt. Oh, uh, want to see Mariners. Oh, he hit an... Wow. Julio Rodriguez is a beast. He's a beast. Yeah, he had... He's coming. That's right. <laughs> I know. We didn't get to Everett in time. No. <laughs> we didn't. We could have gone tonight. I think... Was Stout pitching tonight? We'll just wait for them to get the triple A. They'll all be there in a month. So. But then we got to go all the way to Tacoma. Everett's way closer. It was. I still feel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we wait a little bit, um, Marte will come up. Yeah. Then we'll get to watch him. I I would love to go down there and watch Stout Pitch, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Everett is losing, so I hope Stout wasn't throwing tonight. 
That'd be bad. He's been doing really well lately. Uh, do, 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 do. That's not... I clicked on the box score and it bought me to a different game for Everett. Oh, there it is. <laughs> game day audio. Oh, you can't find the box score right away. Oh, maybe you can find it in game day. I just want to know who started for Everett tonight. What's today's date? Second? Yes, sir, it is. It's probably faster looking it up on your phone than it is for me to type it into the computer. It is. Elliot. Oh, Tim Elliott started tonight? Yep. He's actually been doing really well, too. Not so much tonight. What, he went three and gave up five? And no. He went four and a third, 11 hits, seven runs, six earned. That's uh, not good, Bob. But anyway, we should go to an Ever game soon so we can watch Levi Stout and Austin Shenton because they're both awesome. Yes, I concur. All right. So Kikuchi, that's going to be the all-star, right? Should be. I think so. J.P. Crawford's been doing incredible, but it's just kind of hard for him to make it. He doesn't have the home run total, yeah. and that's what everyone loves. His five is not enough. Oh, he's up to 290 average. That's insane, especially because he started so bad the first, I guess it was only like six or ten games or something, but he's probably hitting 300 since then. Oh, yeah. I wonder, let's see, if baseball reference is looking... Working a little better. He's a double machine. He has a lot of doubles on the season. 21. That is a Leads lot. The team. Oh, he had another one today. Yeah, they showed it. So does he have a couple hits tonight then, I'm guessing? Because it was 286 coming into the game. He must be like 2-3 tonight or something. Let's see here. Where'd be a good start? Oh, right there. That's a good place to put it. So since April 30th, let's do that and see if it pops up. It's going to take forever, of course. I'm picking that day because he went two for four that day. Oh, it would have been better to go the day before, but whatever. It'll take a while. It's going to say he's hitting like 310 since April 30th. Oh, wow. It would be better to do it from June 1st. So on April 30th, he got his average up to 250. But on June 1st, his average was 250. Yeah, so in the month of June, he dominated yeah it's two for three tonight of course it pops up now i really want to know what he hit in the month of june i want to say it was like 330 something like that he hit 352 in june with three homers 10 walks and 14 rbi it's pretty good I'd say so. Oh, and he's the best defensive player in baseball this season. Which, you know, kind of. So it seems like he's going to be the one that goes to the All-Star game, which brings us back to the trivia question. Who was the last Mariners player to make an All-Star game? Do you know? Can you narrow it down? Is it a pitcher? Uh, I want to... It is not. Well, what did, what was your first inclination? Uh, I was thinking hitter. You're correct. It is a hitter. The last Mariner All-Star was a hitter. Do not be looking it up, you cheater. I'm looking at the team. I couldn't remember the oh, team. Okay. I was like, the team has changed so much since then. And Yeah, the whole... And the shortened season and stuff really made it hard to remember. Like, wait, was it 2019, 2020, 2018? I don't remember. Yeah, I couldn't think of it off the top of my head because I couldn't remember who was on the team. That's fine. So, I phoned a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. It's a hitter. Yep. (laughs) He wasn't kidding when he said phone a friend. It was just that his son walked into the room and that was his friend that he called. Oh, would would you like a hint? Yes, give me a hint. He's not on the team right now. (laughs) That's not a hint. No one's on the team. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You knocked off like Hanniger. He's injured. He hurt himself badly, and they let him score anyway. He doesn't play in the American League anymore. (laughs) 
Um, he plays on a team that used to be in the American League. <laughs> Let's go with um, Austin Nola. No, it is not Nola. Um, he had a sandwich named after him. He had a he had a sandwich named after him. Um, I don't know Edwin Carson. He is a large person. Daniel Vogelbach. Yes, Vogelbach <laughs> made the All Star game in twenty nineteen. I did not remember that at all. Neither did I. Like I really thought someone was messing with me until I saw it on a couple different things. It was like Vogelbach made the All Star game. I mean, he. I, he did have 30 he had, home runs. He had an insane start to the season. Like, if you look at his splits, he played so good the first half and was awful the second half. That like, is, low 100s batting average bad. That's, <laughs> that's a good trivia question there. It was like Serrano, but he didn't figure out how to hit the curveball in the wild card game or whatever it was. <laughs> that's how bad Vogelback was. So this trivia question, we need to use it. Ooh, we should use it because then we can see how many people are actually listening at Trivia Night. Because no one else will get this. No one will get no. that trivia question. <laughs> no. So for anyone who has played along with trivia while we've been doing these, and it's like, guys, these trivia questions aren't that hard. Like, I get them every time. Well, why don't you prove it and come on down to Valley Tap House July 9th at 630, I think is when it is. Yeah, so yeah, probably so. want to get there at like 6, 6.15 so you can get a daddy soda. A few of daddy sodas. Yeah. Get a drink in. Get loosey-goosey. There we go. And trivia is kind of like golf. You got to have a couple in you to perform a little bit better. You got to find that sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> because if you show up and you're stone cold sober, you might be a little nervous. Be like, I think I know the answer, but like, I don't know. You know and what? Then most of the time you're at when you're watching games, you're having a few, so you gotta bring back that memory. Yeah. You gotta get to that memory set. I'm not saying it's science. I'm not saying a whole fifth of Goldschlager to remember. And I don't want to hear you yodeling. <laughs> if someone can say that movie to us just as they walk into trivia night, I'll give you a nice crisp high five. I got it. <laughs> Good. Um I'm not gonna say it because People need to know. <laughs> yeah, kind of ruin the point. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to have a t-shirt. T-shirts. We'll get something for the winner. Yes. Yeah, yeah we, we still don't know if we're doing individual or teams, but we'll figure it out and let people know when they get there. Kind of depends on how many people show up. Yeah, probably. who shows up. If there's teams that show up, I'm like, we're our team. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. We'll do teams. Then. But hopefully it's not just like three people are there and... Nope, more than three people. I'm not worried about it. We got a box of t-shirts. Yeah, we got it. We're good. Um, yeah, but I got returned. Oh. And then if you like the t-shirts and you end up not winning, you could just tell us and buy one. Because you know of that. Mariner's Mojo. Yeah. We got cool stuff. We got shirts. They're awesome. I don't know if we can finish the podcast though. Oh man, I got too much love. I talk too much. I don't know, that's probably <laughs> need one more person here. Yeah, it was a lot easier with three, because then you can be like, I'm drinking, you two talk. Talk, I gotta finish this. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to drink. Alex, talk. And then Alex doesn't talk, he just stands there and looks at me. What are you talking about? I'm not looking at you. <laughs> oh, is that not how I was supposed to do it? <laughs> ah, I get so confused. So, make sure to come out to Valley Tap House, Friday the 9th, for Trivia Night. Uh, it should be pretty fun. We've got a good list of trivia, we'll see how it goes. Um, we got some fun ones, some easy ones, some tough ones. Maybe we'll have some kind of bonus, super difficult round. That would be fun. That's always fun. I like to go difficult. Yeah. And if you need a ride, call Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Don't have too many beverages when you're there. Be responsible. Be safe. Have fun. Enjoy the trivia night. Make sure to head to Valley Tap House on the ninth. At 6.15, I'll tell you to be there early. You need a seat. It's going to be packed. Be there at 6. Yeah. Five. You know what? 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock somewhere. Be there at 5, 5.30. You can go get some pizza next door. There you go. Pizza. You can even bring it over and eat it there. Yeah. It's allowed. You can share your pizza with us. We'll be there. We won't complain. We might accidentally point down that you got an extra point in trivia if you give us pizza. 
or buy us a beer. I don't know. We're like MLB refs. Humps. Yeah. We we can be bought. This is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if a truer statement has been said on this podcast. <laughs> oh man, we don't hide it. Yeah. Well, if you want to buy us, you can head on over to Anchor and check out the ways to support us. We'll definitely give you a shout out there. There you go. Or let you on the podcast, name a segment, all that good stuff. You There's do different what you things. Want. There. Pretty much. I do what I want. I do what I want. <laughs> um, yeah. Anchor, Spotify, Apple. There's tons of ways to listen to us. Just type in Mariner's Mojo Podcast and select your favorite listening station. Uh, Anchor has a seven or eight links, something like that, on how to listen to us. So make sure to head online, type in Mariner's Mojo to check out your favorite Mariner's podcast, Mariner's Mojo, the heartbeat of baseball. All right, let's chug. Oh, man, we got to chug this before the podcast ends? All right, and <laughs> let's see how long is it going to take. Go. <sighs> Woo. See you at trivia night. <laughs>